amazing. We just can't do church. You know, we shouldn't just turn up. Like, what story that we just we fall into? Like, we get to worship an amazing God. We get to recognise what He's done. Like, this should blow us away continuously. And I ask, Lord, let this not be ever mundane. Let this not ever just be a just. Oh, I don't know. I can't explain. It. I can't articulate it properly. Just the weight of that this morning. We get to do this. Lord, let this never be mundane. I hear what Jay was saying. Jay literally probably just spoke out most of my sermon this morning. Like, the Holy Spirit, it's mad how we were. And then, like, you never surprise, like, you always surprise me, actually. And I never want to not be surprised how you weave the the, the morning. Guys, this is not, we should not go, we should be in awe of this. Like, genuinely in awe of, don't just turn up and have a word like that and have communion, sharing this communion, what we're walking into, and not go, wow, wow. And I suppose part, part, look, it's amazing. Part of this this sermon, if I was to give it a name, I'd go. And I was praying about it this morning, and just saying, Lord, I want to be gloriously disrupted. I have settled. I'm going to confess. I settled for stuff that is not right. <laughs> We shouldn't settle. Like, this is not a normal life as a Christian we lead. It's not normal. But the enemy, the world, wants you to settle. He wants you to walk a mundane life of, let's do church the way normal people do it. Let's just do structure. Let's just do settlement. Oh, man, lads, I tell you, after been in the scriptures what the Holy Spirit has been doing even this morning over the last couple of days I'm like oh I've settled Lord I've settled I've settled and he's allowed me go through this unsettledness to go this is not what it's about cop on to yourself and he's used language like stop stop arrest yourself I'll give you a prime example I was saying this to, to a few of the guys there a few weeks ago Holy Spirit, I said, right, I'm going out to worship. I need, I need space with God. I'm going out to worship in the garden. The Holy Spirit just went, stop. Stop. Take your earphones out. Be still and know who I am. Not on your agenda. Take your earphones out. And I thought it was doing a good thing. I thought I was picking the box, right? I thought I was going, earphones in. Oh, glory, la, la, la. oh no. He goes, I literally, I can, this is how it felt in my spirit. Shut up. In a nice way, right? The Holy Spirit isn't... Well, you can be disruptive, right? But he was literally going, Shut up. Son, be quiet. I'm like... Wow. Wow. And then I search Scripture to see for those moments. And I'm going to try and unpack those moments in Scripture. They're in there. Elijah, have something to eat. (laughs) Go to sleep. Have something to eat. Come on out. Get out of your cave. Glorious disruption. This is going to be uncomfortable this morning, guys. It's not going to be a normal church service. Oh, praise the Lord, let's go outside. Cup of tea afterwards. I want us to be disrupted this morning, guys, because if I went through it, you're going through it. I'm bringing you with me, right? Yeah, amen. So, Father, I I, I need your Holy Spirit this morning. I I need... uh, I, 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 
sometimes I find it difficult to pray this. I need an anointing, but I do. I'm telling you, I need God's anointing this morning because I, I can't come up to a pulpit and just bark out stuff and say stuff without it being filled with the Holy Spirit. So Holy Spirit, I ask for that anointing this morning. Otherwise, I want to pack my coat up and just walk out because if, I, if you're not in this, I don't want to be in it either. I don't want to be here just... Your glorious disruption this morning, Lord. Yeah. So, Ma, let's go for it. Let's get that first right up. So, yeah, I, I, I was handing out the communion this morning. I said to you, your word was spot on. Whew. So, glorious disruption. I'm going to read out three sets of scripture. Sorry it's so small. We, we'll hand out binoculars next time. Uh, John 7, on the last day, the climax of the festival, Jesus stood and shouted to the crowds, anyone who is thirsty may come to me. Anyone who believes in me may, may come and drink, for the scriptures declare rivers of living water will flow from his heart. When he said living water, he was speaking of the spirit who will be given to everyone believing in him. But the Spirit had not yet been given because Jesus had not entered his glory. And then you see in John 4, Jesus replied to the woman at the well, If you only knew the gift God has for you and, and who you are speaking to, you would ask and I would give you living water. And then in Isaiah 44, For I will pour out water to quench your thirst and to irrigate your parched fields. And I will pour out my spirit on my descendants and my blessing on your children. They will thrive like watered grass, like willows on a riverbank. Some will proudly claim, I belong to the Lord. Others will say, I'm a descendant of Jacob. Some will write the Lord's name on their hands and will take the name of Israel as their own. I'm going to be honest, guys, and hopefully you can be too. I've walked the Christian life parched at times. Parched. And I've tried to do it in my own strength. I've tried to do it and box the Holy Spirit into a nice little place and go, my agenda. And I haven't believed, I haven't trusted that what the Lord has for me is better than what I can produce in my own life. I haven't trusted that living waters is better. How? I'm a dope for thinking that. I'm a spanner for thinking that. Actually, yeah, you know something like, I don't think what you have is better for that. Baloney. <laughs> if we're all honest, I think we've done that life in our own way at times. And the Lord is saying, that has left you down a cul-de-sac. I'm calling you out. I have something better for you. Cop on. And believe what my word says. Cop on. And I say that word because that's what I'm getting in my spirit. I'm getting, cop on Bernard, come on, I've morphed you. I've morphed you now. It's like when I used to, used to coach footballers. You'd be looking at them going, do you know how good a footballer you are, you lazy idiot? You know, they'd be just going, and you're like, you're brilliant. But they're just not taking up a gear. They're not stepping into what they had. And this is how I feel that for me and for us as a church, we're not stepping into what we have. And dare I say, I'm, I'm really convicted and 
fear of the Lord, going to Jesus, saying, Oh yeah, you gave me this and I didn't do anything with it. And, oh. So the Spirit has gently showed me over the last couple of weeks what He's at and what He wants from us. And there is a way to live in the Spirit. I can see that in Scripture. And I'm going to challenge you today, are you living in glorious disruption? By the way, I'm not. Just to shorten the story. Let's look at the Holy Spirit. Let's look at just 1 Kings 19. I'll read it out. I don't have it, but I'll read it out. Thank God, says you, because you need binoculars. But this is when Elijah, right? He's really worried about Jezebel, right? One night, here it goes. Now Ahab told Jezebel everything Elijah had done and how he had killed all the prophets with the sword. So Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah to say, May the gods deal with me. Uh, uh, may, may the gods deal with me, uh, be it ever so severely. If by this time tomorrow I do not make your life like that one of them, i.e. one of the prophets that he dealt with. Elijah was afraid and ran for his life. Done that, bought the t-shirt. When he came to Beersheba in Judah and left his servant there, while he, uh, while he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness, he came to a broom bush, sat down under it and prayed that he might die. I have enough, enough Lord, take me life. I'm no better than my ancestors. Then he lay down under the bush and fell asleep. All at once an angel touched him and said, Get up and eat. He looked around and there was by his head some bread baked over hot coals and a jar of water. He ate and drank and then lay down again. The angel of the Lord came back a second time and touched him and said, Get up and eat, for the journey is too much for you. So he got up and ate and drank. Strengthened by the food, he travelled 40 days and 40 nights. Very interesting. Until he reached Horeb, the mountain of God. Then he went into a cave and spent the night. And the word of the Lord came to him. Where are you? What are you doing here, Elijah? He replied, I've been, I've been very zealous for the Lord God Almighty. The Israelites have rejected your covenant, tore down your altars, and you put your prophets to death with the sword. I'm the only one left, and now they are trying to kill me too. The Lord said, Go out and stand on the mountain in the presence of the Lord. For the Lord is, is about to pass you by. Then a great power, powerful wind tore the mountains apart and shattered the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. After the earthquake came a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire came a gentle whisper. When Elijah heard it, he pulled his cloak over his head. And went out and stood at the mouth of the cave. And then a voice said to him, What are you doing here, Elijah? He replied, I've been zealous for the Lord God Almighty. The Israelites have rejected your covenant, torn down your altars and put the prophets to death with the sword. I'm the only one left and they're trying to kill me. And the Lord said to him, Go back the way you came and go to the desert of Damascus. When you get there, anoint Hazael, king, king over Aram. Also anoint Jehu, son of uh, Nimshi, king of Israel, and anoint Elijah, son of uh, Shaphat, and Abel, uh, Meholah, to succeed you as a prophet. In short, have something to, have a sleep, have something to eat, come out of your cave, 
hear my gentle voice. Be still enough to hear it. Be receptive to hear it. There's still work to be done. And I really think God is saying, come out of our cave. There's work to be done. Are you in a cave? What cave are you in? Fear, rejection, name it. The list is huge. I love this representation of the Holy Spirit because it's the gentle whisper. But we have to put ourselves in the way of that. I think sometimes we run looking for tornadoes, looking for fires, looking for the big emotional, where are you God? Give me a lightning bolt and then I believe you. And all he says is just come out of the cave and wait. Be still and know that I'm God. There is a way that we interact with the Holy Spirit. Look in Genesis 1. The earth was formless and empty and darkness covered the deep waters and the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. Here we are trying to box in a Spirit that hovered over the waters and by the power of God did all of this. And we're trying to box that in. I love that word formless and empty. And I I challenge your church, I challenge me. I come to God, not formless. I come to him with formed agendas, full of stuff going, this is the way I want it to work. But clear as day I can see, the Spirit says, yield to me. Yield all your form, what you're putting in place, all your plans, all your agendas. Are you willing for me to hover over you and make stuff happen? Look at Acts 15, when the day of Pentecost had fully come. They were all uh, with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven uh, as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled the whole house where they were sitting there. Um, Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire. And one sat on each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began speaking in other tongues. As the Spirit gave them utterance. What was the preamble to that? Sit down and wait. Sit and wait. Go to the upper room and wait. So, just, I hope I'm not missing the page. No, I'm not missing it. Just one second, I don't hope I'm not. No, thank God. Whew. Thank God for that. There's a page mixed up there. Whew. So, um, so there, there, are, there is a way of interacting with the Spirit. That's clearly in Scripture. That we cannot come with an agenda and we have to wait. I confess that I've come going, I want an experience. The Holy Spirit, when I was worshipping this morning, said this, I'm always here. It's you that doesn't turn up. And I thought, oh, okay. Uh, I think I'm turning up. Uh, you turn up your own agenda. You tell me how to turn up. You, tell, you, you, you want something. You, you expect me to little tingle and, oh, I feel your presence. And it's like, oh, I don't, no, no, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't try and box me in. I'm standing there, standing in the kitchen going, well, I don't know what to say to that. I don't know what to say. I've tried to step into little streams of water, touch my toe in it, and then when I stand out and, ah, I think you might change my plans and I leg it away. What is that about? Mm. 
So, just last, there has to be right settings. Yielding to the Holy Spirit. Are you yielded to the Holy Spirit? In the morning, do you get up and say, Holy Spirit, my day is yours? It's a really tough question, or a really tough statement to say, isn't it? It's tough, it's not easy. Holy Spirit, are you... I give my day to you, except for lunchtime when I have a plan, except for this. And we start filling in gaps, don't we? And that includes your job, that includes your family. Holy Spirit, I want you to gloriously disrupt my day. And there is tons of opportunities in your day. I'll give you one example. On a Lewis a few weeks ago, right? It's a guy, I think it was a homeless guy. And, uh, I had a cheek. I had an absolute cheek. I got off the lyrics and I said, Lord, where are the miracles? Where are the miracles? Right? Bit of self-righteousness there, right? Lovely. Quick as anton. The Holy Spirit always as quick as anton. You don't believe in that stuff, do you? You don't do that stuff. I was shaking to my core. Like, literally, if anyone's seen me getting off that lyrics, my mouth was open and I was like, as if I'd seen an accident. I was like, well, the Holy Spirit was pressing on me going, it's you that has to step into places here. Like, this is the way Father, Son, Holy Spirit is asking us to interact with the world, right? Where are your miracles? The heck of it. Where are your miracles? I have no faith to even step into places. I'm not even stepping into me gifts. Like, the heck of me. I'm not stepping into places going, can I pray over you? Can I? Forget the world. Forget the world. Can I pray over you? Actually, is a better. Uh, can I pray? Or can I? Can I invite Jesus into your life? Can, can I just? And what is going on with that? That's mental. That I am not yielding to the Holy Spirit, and it's because my not, my life has not been yielding to the Holy Spirit. And let me tell you how. I'm not going to find the Holy Spirit on Facebook. I'm not going to find them on binging on Netflix. But yet, I still have that expectation. Where is God and his miracles? What is that about? We got a, there's a, there's a action, that, a, a role that we play in this stuff. And I genuinely feel, I, I know that this is exactly where the enemy wants us to be. Apathy, not engaged. Because I tell you one thing, if you read in Corinthians, Read in 1 Corinthians 12. And it talks about earnestly desiring the most helpful gifts. And it says, everyone has been given a gift. Everyone. How's your gift still? Have you earnestly looked? By the way, I'm not saying, how's your gift? I'm not, Lord, I have not earnestly sought after the gifts that you have given so I can edify the body that I can... Like, and, and guys, I'm going to be honest, like, we haven't worked in that. And that's okay because we're, we're going to do it, right? We have to work in this. We have to step in. Imagine going to God going, I had a gift for you. Yeah, I didn't earnestly seek it. That's mad, guys. We cannot do that. We can't. Like, somebody has a gift of healing. Imagine all the opportunities that we've missed if somebody hasn't stepped into that. Or the gift of imparting faith. Read in 1 Corinthians, you just go through this list of stuff. 
how, I mean, like, we can't do that anymore. We just can't. We cannot step into the gift. It says, you have a gift. I give a gift to everyone. And it's for the body. So guys, you can't come to church anymore. We can't do church without the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, what have you got for me today to give to the body? Imagine that question on the Sunday morning. Holy Spirit, not that, oh, well, I want to come in and get a sermon, get a cup of tea. and uh, You, Spirit, you come, I want to feel you. It's like, well, no, what have I got to edify the body this morning? How about I step out? Right? How about, okay, Holy Spirit, I'm not going to quench you anymore. One of, the wor- one of the worst things, and we've done it, guys. We've done it. And forgive us, forgive us, Father. Please forgive us. One of the worst times that I've seen this in motion. And guys, I'm not saying this is a condemning thing to another church. Because I know we've done it. And I want to be convicted this morning. I remember a guy worshipping in church one day. Strumming. And his heart was, like I mean rivers of, rivers of stuff. He was confessing. He was repenting. It was beautiful. Everybody was worshipping. He was, it was a worshipping. He was, he was bringing us all into the glory of God. He was bringing us in. It was beautiful. Oh my goodness. And then from the side, somebody walks in. Thanks, Martin. That's lovely. Now, time for service. Oh my God, how stupid we were. We just stepped. We literally, that scripture how you quench the Holy Spirit. I'm not, I'm not blaming the person, but that's how we set up the times. And we walk in and go, oh, that's great, it's time for tea. Well, look, yeah, it's great. Holy Spirit, get out, will you? We have a job to do here. Would you get out? No, 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 no. Not happening. We can't do it anymore, lads. I can't do it anymore. We can't. So I ask you, what are you, what, uh, every Sunday now, Holy Spirit, what have I got bring, what have I to bring to the body today? What's my gift? What am I bringing today? Now, what am I getting? You'll get stuff, trust me, because we all turn up. By goodness, you're going to get stuff. By goodness. That headache you're having, somebody's going to come along. Imagine we stepped into it. I rebuked the headache in the name of Jesus because Jesus told me this morning. Boom. Headache's gone. Amen. Right? I feel crap this morning. I'm wallowing in lust this morning. I want it gone. Amen, brother. Let's go. We're stepping into that with you. It's gone. Your forgiveness. In the name of Jesus, forgiveness is all over you. Imagine we walked in that. That's what's an offer. That's the river, that's the flowing rivers, lads. A few weeks ago, I'm on a call and, oh man, I had this, uh, this vision years ago with Jesus and I was in a river with him and he was, you know, we're pouring water, cleansing me. It was so beautiful, so healing. And there was another version of me. Right, we're at the top of the mountain, water flowing. There was another version of me, packing the dam, <laughs> packing the dam, for the river wouldn't overflow. Right? I said, Jesus, what's that about? What's that man doing? And he says, We'll come to that. We'll we'll get to that. We were talking a week or so ago, and Jesus reminded me of it. And he goes, "You're quenching the Holy Spirit." life it's it's your condition that you're putting in place you're settling for stuff that and I'm like Lord 
take a cruise missile to that town. Because that's mental. And even in that moment, I was like, oh, but what's going to happen? Like that little kind of shaky, what's, what's going to happen? Rivers of living water, lads, that's what's going to happen. Trust them. Oh, God knows what's going to happen. But the beauty of Jesus, just the beauty of God saying, are you ready? Because what I have for you is so beautiful. If you knew what I was offering, you would ask me for living water. So my challenge, do you want the map or the guide? <laughs> do you say to God, no, no, I got this, I know where I'm going. Because God doesn't give you a map. He gives us a guide. Holy Spirit, come and be our guide. I relinquish all, I, I yield to you. Yielding means yielding. Give way. It means my way is not mine anymore. Is he worth giving that? Is he worth? Is he worth trusting? Is he worth giving way? I say, yeah. The Lord directs the paths of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. Though they stumble, they will never fall. For the Lord holds them by the hand. I just say that again. (laughs) The Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. Though they stumble, they will never fall. For the Lord holds them by the hand. Amen. So basically, Lord, you're saying, if I step out in this stuff, in the deep waters, you're not going to let me fall. Anything, you're going to be in every detail of my life. Oh, that's what I want. That's what I want. How do we do it? What do we do? We need a shake-up. I'm going to challenge you. What's your life like? Seriously, what is your life like? What's your daily like? You know, Scripture, in Timothy 3.16, or 2 Timothy 3.16, it says this, that all Scripture is like breath, you know, Holy Spirit breath, the Word of God for edification, etc. Start there. Here's the Holy Spirit written a book for you. Step into his word. Get in there. Cultivate that. No, actually, I'll tell you one thing. I guarantee you, you've gone through what I've gone through. Read the Bible and then every other distraction comes up on, on the face of the planet. Lads, that's the enemy. Don't get them near that book of life. Don't let, don't rebuke that nonsense. That happened to me last week. Couple of days, life took over. I was like, Lord, I, I actually need, I, I need to get into script. I, I, I need, I, I like a meal. You know, it was like I was starving. And he's do, he does that on purpose now to me, going, You're flailing. You need, you need your, you need a, you know, you need a steak now of, 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 of the word. Get into the word. Honest to God, lads, I, you can't write it. I get into some of the Psalms and I'm like, literally, my spirit is just, oh, Yes. Fall again, Lord, your promises. And I'm like, I'm a dope for not believing this. I'm a dope for not being there in the first place. And he's like, yeah. Yeah, dope. you're my dope. Right? So how do we do it? We cultivate a life that is spirit ready. Get out of your cave. 
Stop cultivating places that are not right. Get out in nature. He made it. Like you might like, get out in nature. Take out the earbuds. Spirit, Holy Spirit, come. Be quiet. Know that he's God. Be quiet. It's a spiritual muscle. You'll need to develop it. Don't expect a, a hurricane or a... If a light breeze touches your face, how you made that, you made that. It's beautiful. Just be. Don't... And just give the worries, all your cares of your life to Jesus and park that. Say, God, I have to park that. Come, come. And it's a spiritual muscle. There's a reason why he says, be still and know that I'm God. Not, like, literally, you need this. You need to be arrested. (laughs) You need glorious disruption. And if you say you don't have time, I want, I'd love to talk to you. Let's talk about that. I've no time. And you can ask this question to me. How, um, well, what's the, the last time you, uh, you binged on Netflix? This is not a guilt trip. But look, what's on offer for us is living water. Like, how dare I? I'm saying for me, if you're convicted or not, it's up to you. But how dare I say, God, where are you in my life? And I'm flicking on the TV. How dare I? Uh, and he's like, look, give me a living water here. I don't know what else you want. Take a step. There is an activation step here. The spirit won't walk up and go, are you ready? He'll go, look, I'm here. Anyway, I'm here. It's you that's not coming. I just don't want. Like, step in the water. And the water, good place to start, the word. Get into your word. Get into habits of the word. Cultivate space away from your family. Get, let your family know, I need time with Jesus. Mom, Dad needs time with Jesus. And, and let your kids see that you're doing it. What a habit to give them. I'm getting into glorious disruption. I'm getting into the streams of life. That's what I'm doing, son or daughter. That's what I'm doing. And you will need to do this too. Because the world is a really horrendous place. And that's, imagine giving them this habit. Get into glorious disruption. Ephesians 5, we'll end on this. Don't be drunk with wine, because that will ruin your life. And I'd like to go drunk with wine, right? I want to expand that. Drunk with life, other distractions, right? Don't be hazed with life. Don't be drunk with other stuff, right? Because that will ruin your life. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs among yourselves and making music to the Lord in your heart. And give thanks for everything to God, the Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Folks, he wants union. He wants union. I am the vine, my Father's, the vine dresser. We need a little bit of pruning. The Holy Spirit is the water, the sap going through. I want to reconnect to the vine. You can't live outside it, lads. We can't. We're not made for that. Now that you're spirit filled, we're not made to live in this world as normal. You're not. You're kingdom. Like we're living in two worlds. You're kingdom. And yet we're. Uh, can, we, can we today allow the Father to us a little bit for glorious disruption? Father, 
I want to step back in. I want to be. I know I'm grafted, but I've turned off the tap of the Holy Spirit, and I want it flowing through me. Jesus, as the vine, I want. I want to be grafted totally and fully into you. I want full union with you. What does that look like? So we're going to get a little bit disrupted this morning. All right. Mal has a, a song line, and then we're going to pray. Can I ask? We're going to worship together. We're going to, we're going to make a statement this morning going, I'm, I'm in. I want this. I want this. We're going to sing when Ash is called. Come on, we just sing. We just. And then, what I'd love, if anyone feels in the heart, we pray. Pray out. Now, this is uncomfortable, right? Sometimes we got to get out of comfort zones. Right? And this is my invitation to you. Right? Don't expect a light in a boat. But ex- well, the Holy Spirit is expecting you to step into something. Go, I'm, I'm here actually. I haven't stepped into these places. I'm here. I'm, I'm, I'm here. Yeah, I, I need you. I've walked life trying to do and strive. I want to thrive in the Holy Spirit.